Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Good evening, good evening, good evening. I want to welcome each of you to E3 Ministries Real Talk, where we come together every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To God be the glory, the honor, and the praise, because he's worthy of it and so much more. My name is Minister Tamika Brown, and I am so glad to be back with you another Sunday as we continue our discussion on the spiritual disciplines of a Christian life, and we've been talking about prayer. Amen. Let us begin with a word of prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you. We thank you and we praise you for this time, this time that you have ordained and this time that you have predestined. God, we ask you in the name of Jesus to open our hearts, open our minds to receive what you would have to speak to us, God, that as your Holy Spirit falls afresh on this line, your spirit will minister and penetrate and speak to each one of us. We thank you. We praise you, God. We're getting stronger. We're getting better. We're getting wiser, God. We thank you. Our prayers are getting stronger, God. We thank you, God that we're hearing you at a higher and a deeper level. Now speak to us, Lord God. Minister to us, Lord God. Let your will be done. And we thank you, God, as you speak and you minister to each one of us. It's touching, it's falling on fertile ground. It's going to be a change, God, a shift in each person who listens to this message. We thank you, Lord, as they receive the word of God. You're going to move and change things and work things out. We bless you, God, and we praise you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Again, I thank God for each one of you. We've been talking about prayer. And I want to read our scriptures for this series. The first one is 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. But have nothing to do with worldly fables fit only for old women. On the other hand, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. For bodily discipline is only of little profit, but godliness is profitable for all things, since it holds promises for the present life and also for the life to come. Hallelujah. The second scripture is 1 Corinthians chapter 9, and it's 26, 27, and 28. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 26 and 27. But therefore I run in such a way as not without aim. I box in such a way as not beating the air. But I discipline my body and make it my slave, so that after I have preached to others, I myself will be that I'm sorry, after I preach to others, I myself will not be disqualified. To God be the glory. Those are our scriptures for this series. And I'm, I'm just, I pray you're memorizing them and putting them into practice and just applying them to your life. And today we're going to continue discussing prayer. Prayer. Prayer is so key. Prayer is so critical for our lives as Christians, we need to be in constant prayer with the Lord. And last week, we started talking about prayer. Prayer requires persistence. Prayer requires persistence and patience. So we have to understand that when we pray, we have to know that God hears us, that he answers us, 
and that he will answer us according to his will and according to his way. But we have to keep praying. We've got to pray without ceasing. We've got to be patient and know that it will happen in God's timing, not our timing. Because we have to understand God knows us. God created us. God made us. So and we need to know that God knows everything about about us. He knows when we need when something needs to happen, when he wants to when we need to wait. God knows. And we need to trust God's plan that He's gonna work it out. We gotta be persistent and not give up. Keep praying, keep seeking, keep asking God and and know that as you ask it's gonna be given to you. But don't give up. Keep praying. We talked about that. Sometimes we have, we talked about that God, in some cases, God does not answer our prayers immediately, and the answer is delayed, and then we said perhaps it's due to the request not being in God's will, a test of our faith, what we ask not being the best thing for us, or the timing to answer the prayer. The time to answer the prayer is not being appropriate. So we got to know that God hears. He hears us. He answers our prayers. But he answers them according to his will and according to what's best for our lives. We got to understand that sometimes God, God doesn't always answer, right? Because he knows that maybe we're not ready for that. Maybe we're not answering, asking according to God's will. When you keep asking, ask God to show us and to reveal to us and help us to pray according to his will. Not what we want, not selfish prayer, not um prayers not that have selfish motives, but according to what God would have and asking the Holy Spirit to tell us and reveal to us what he would have us to say. And it may reach heaven and be manifested on the earth and in our lives. Amen. So we talked about prayer last we talked about being patient and persistent in our prayers. And this is, and it says prayer is time communicating with God and a person will grow spiritually as more and more time is spent in prayer. So prayer is time spent communicating with God. We got to understand we got to spend time in prayer. We got to spend time communicating. We got to stay connected to the Father. That God's going to be showing that and just want me to emphasize that you got to spend time in prayer. Stay connected to God. Stay connected to the source of your strength. Stay connected to the Lord and communicate with him at all times throughout your day. No matter what's going on, stay in constant communication with the Lord. It's critical. It is so critical. And it says the more time a person spends in communication with God, the more likely it is that the person will take on God's character. So it says the more time the person spends in communication with God, the more likely it is that the person will take on God's character. Once we have peace with God, he takes hold of our life. And when we pray, we have his promise that he will listen to us. That's powerful. That when we when he takes hold of our life, when we become a Christian, as we spend time in prayer and communicating, as we grow closer and we grow spiritually, God, he takes hold of our life. When we become a Christian, God takes hold of our life. And when we pray, we have the promise that he will listen to us. We have the promise that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. That is a wonderful, that's powerful to know that God will keep his 
promises. He's going to do what he says he's going to do. We got to trust him. We got to trust him. Amen. And he hears us so to know that he promised he will hear us. He's listening. He listens to our cries. He hears our moans. He hears our distress. He heals, hears our pain. And he knows just how to answer us. And he promises us that he will listen and he will answer according to his will and according to his way. And aren't you glad to know that God answers according to his way, according to his will, and according to his will? Aren't you glad to know? And he answers according to his will, not our will, not what we think, but according to God's will for our life. And I'm so glad that God answers according to his will for my life because he truly knows what's best for me. Amen. So we're going to, and then the scripture is um, Luke. It says, Luke 18:7. and shall God not avenge his own elect? who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. And the other scripture is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. Wow, that's powerful. I know the thoughts that I think towards you. God knows every thought he thinks towards us, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Hallelujah. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. That was Jeremiah twenty nine, eleven. I want to talk and start talking about 10 keys to powerful prayer. 10 keys to powerful prayer. 10 keys to powerful prayer. So the first key is, I'm going to just read a little bit about what the author says about 10 keys to powerful prayer. And I'm Referencing the book by Joyce Myers called The Power of Simple Prayer, How to Talk with God About Everything. One of my prayers for you is that your prayers will be powerful and effective and that you'll be able to talk with God in a way that successfully brings his heart and his plans into your life and the lives of the people around you. The Bible says the effective, fervent prayers of a righteous man availeth much, James 5.16. If we want to pray effective prayers that avail us much, then we need to know what God says about them because all of our prayers are not necessarily successful. Listen to that. God says we need to know what God says about them because all of our prayers are not necessarily successful. For example, sometimes we want something so desperately that we fail to pray according to God's will. We talked about that earlier, that is the importance of praying according to God's will and that God's will is done in our lives, not our will, not what we think, but God's will in his way. So it says, for, for example, sometimes we want something so desperately that we fail to pray according to God's will, and those prayers are not effective. Sometimes we, go so, we are so angry or so hurt that we pray prayers that are based on our emotions instead of on God's word or his heart. 
that's powerful right there. Because sometimes when we're angry, when we're upset, when we have bitterness, and we know we need to pray, but if we still have that anger, we still have bitterness, we haven't let it go, we haven't given to God, we haven't asked God to take it out, then we are still holding on to those things when we pray. And the Bible says that we don't want to have all against our brothers and sisters. We want God to forgive us. So we need to make sure that we ask God to take out any of those things that are not like him and ask God to clean our heart and, and take out any feelings of bitterness, any anger, anything that's in there, repent of that, and then go and pray for that person. But don't don't bring in the bitter angerness in the, as you pray because that's not, that's not going to make your prayer effective. Because you're praying based on your emotion instead of what God, instead of on God's word or his heart, instead of instead of on what God would have you, you're praying based on those emotions. And you don't want that because that's not what God would have us to do as we pray. We want to pray and we want to pray on what God's heart, on what, on God's word and on his heart, what God has on his heart. And it says, so when we do that, so when we are angry or so hurt, we pray prayers that are based on our emotions instead of on God's word or, or or his heart, excuse me. And those prayers are not effective, either through his word, God, I'm sorry, either, effective either, period. Though his word, I'm sorry, God tells us that we, tells us what to do in order to pray powerful, effective prayers. Through God's word, God tells us what to do in order to pray powerful, effective prayers. Now, I'd like to explore some of his instructions in this chapter. So, what to recap, what we learned is that sometimes our prayers are not necessarily successful. And the examples were one, is because we want something so desperately that we, that we pray that we want something so desperately desperately that we don't pray according to God's will. And then sometimes we are so angry or so hurt that we pray prayers that are based on our emotion instead of on God's word or his heart. So those are examples of prayers that are not effective. So we're going to learn some 10 keys to powerful prayer. And she continues to say, powerful prayers are based on God's word. Powerful prayers are based on God's word. Remember that powerful prayers are based on God's word, on the word of God. So there's power in the word of God. When When we release the word of God, the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us. We know that the word will go forth and it will not return for void. But we got to pray according. Powerful prayers are based on God's word. I pray according to the words of God according to on God's word and according to God's will. We have to pray powerful prayers are based on God's word and and as we pray according to God's will. So it says powerful prayers are based on God's word. They are simple, sincere, and filled with faith. They are simple, sincere, and filled with faith. They have nothing to do with rules or guidelines. They have everything to do with the attitude of our heart. So it says that it's based on God's word, and they are simple, sincere, and filled with faith. Simple, sincere, and filled with faith. Because when we pray, we need to know that we're coming, believing that God is going to do it, and having faith that it's going to come to pass. 
We don't want to. We don't want to come to. We don't want to come praying with doubt and disbelief. We need to ask God to take all that out before we come to Him in prayer. We need to ask God to remove anything that would hinder our prayer. Just as we talked about over the past month or so about prayers, things that can hinder our prayers. We need to ask God to remove anything that would hinder our prayers, any doubt, any disbelief. And we need to ask God to fill our heart with faith and believe that he's going to do it and do it according to his will. So you got to believe that's going to come to pass and expect it. you got to have faith as you pray. And don't have doubt. Don't have disbelief. Ask God to take out any of that and ask God to help you to fill you with faith that it's going to come to pass according to his will and according to his way. Amen. So the first ten key to powerful prayer is obey God. Obey God. Obedience. He's talking about obedience. It's so important. It's so critical. We have to obey God. We have to do what God tells us to do. And what God tells us to do in his word, what he tells us to, what he speaks to us and tells us to do, what the Holy Spirit prompts us and reveals to us, we got to be obedient and do it according to God and pray and do it according to what God would have us to do. So it says, one of the most important aspects of our Christian lives and the conditions for effective prayer is obedience. So one of the keys to affect the powerful prayer is o- obeying God. We have to obey God at all times, and we have to make because if we're not obeying God, we're walking in disobedience. We, don't, we do not want to do that. So it says the condition for effective prayer is obedience, which reveals our love for God. And we know that First John talks about that as we. And uh, we, as we love God, we want to make sure we follow and keep his commandments. We want to do what God says because we love, love him. We want to please God. We want God to be pleased with the things we do. We want God to get the glory out of our lives. We've got to remember that. We want God to be pleased. We want to obey him because God tells us the importance of obeying his commandments and doing what his word says. With Christians, we got to follow what God says. We've got to be obedient to what God says tells us to do because he knows what's best for each one of us. He he made us. He created us. And we need to make sure we're obedient so we stay on the path and, we are, and we're obedient to what God wants us to do because we love God. We want to please him. And we got to keep that our focus that he make it the glory out of our life. So it's all about God. So it says effective prayer is obedience, which reveals our love for God. It says we the author says we simply will not make progress with God or excel in prayer unless we are willing to obey him. We will. We simply will not make progress with God or excel in prayer unless we are willing to obey him. And we've got to understand that obedience is a choice. We've got to, God gives us free will. He gives us free will to do what is right or to do what is wrong. And we can choose to be either disobedient or obedient. But we want to be obedient to God. We want, we want to please God. We want God to be happy and to be pleased with the things we do. We want to be obedient because we love God. We want God to get the glory out of our life. I pray that you are catching and grasping that you want to understand that you want God to be pleased. You want God to get the glory. And it's important to be obedient and do what God tells you to do. 
do it according to his will, do it according to his way, knowing that one day we're all going to stand before God and have to give an account for everything we do. We can't, we're not going to stand before our mother, our father, our sister, our brother. We're going to stand before God. So we got to make sure that we are obedient and do what God tells us to do because we don't want to be walking in disobedience. That's sin. We don't want sin to come and take control and cause us to, Cause us to cause division or separation. You want to make sure they're walking in obedience to the Lord because we want to please God and because we love Him so much. Amen. And it says, uh, disobedience of any kind or any level is sin, just as sin will always keep us from praying successfully. So, sin, just as sin, sin will always always keep us from praying successfully. So we want to have powerful prayer. We, gotta, we cannot be walking in disobedience. So I would pray and encourage you to ask God to show you any place where they make disobedience, where you haven't done all you should, where God's been telling you something, revealing something, you're still waiting, you're still not, you haven't moved on it yet. Ask God to show you any place where it's disobedience and ask God to help you be obedient and do it as he tells you to do, obedience is so key. It's so critical in our lives. We have to be, obey God. And so, so just sin will keep. So just as sin will always keep us from praying successfully, obedience to God will make a way for our prayers to truly be effective and fruitful. So obedience to God will make a way for our prayers to, be, to truly be effective and fruitful. It says, over the years, I have had many opportunities to obey God. One such time when obedience seemed especially challenging was when I received my call into ministry in 1976, the author states. At the time, I was working a full-time job, plus trying to raise three kids and be a wife. I had very little time for every, anything except survival. But I desperately needed to begin preparing for the teaching ministry God was putting on my heart. God began to deal with me to take a step of faith and quit my job so I could spend several hours each day studying and praying. I'll be putting it mildly to say I was afraid. Petrified would be more accurate. First of all, I was very I had very little experience trusting God to meet my financial needs. God was calling me to a new level of faith, but I was accustomed to take care of myself and found it difficult to be obedient. So I believe we all can think of a time where we have found it difficult or challenging to be obedient. When God asks us to do something that was uncomfortable, something that pushes out our comfort zone, something that causes us to take a big leap of step, a leap of faith where we were uncertain, where we were afraid. But if God tells us to do it, if God reveals it to us, if God says do it and, and he tells us to do it, then we need to go and do it. Because when we do it as God tells us to do it, he will direct every other step. God's not going to always show us every step. God's not going to always show us what's the next step. We've got to trust God and walk by faith and take that first step of obedience. Whatever God is showing, revealing to you, take that first step of obedience. Go forth and do it and trust that God is already has already prepared the way before. He's already made a way. But sometimes it's things that God has shown us to be obedient, and he's already repaired it, already put everything in place, but we have not taken that first step. So I would encourage you to ask God to show you any place where you 
he's telling you, he's shown you, revealed to you to take a step of faith, to take that step of faith, walk it out, and watch as God opens the doors and every provision will be made because God's already gone before and he's following us. So we just take that step of faith and be obedient to what God is telling us to do. For sometimes when God's telling, telling us things to do, it's, we not, we're not going to always understand it. It's not going to make sense. But if God says it, if God told us, we can know that God is going to lead us down the right path. Hallelujah. That is good news to know that as we are obedient to God, that God is going to direct every step, every move. As God is going with us, and he's walking with us, and he's following us. He's, he's with us every step to God be the glory. Hallelujah. You need to make sure it's God can take a step and be obedient to what God is telling you to do. So make sure you're hearing God and you're obedient to what he tells you. And go take those steps and watch and watch God move and just change and open those doors and watch the way we prepared as you take that step of faith and you're obedient to what God has been showing to you and revealing to you. And it's, God is so good. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. So we have to understand, so the author was telling about a, a, a time in her life when she had to take that step of faith, and it was she was afraid, but she went forth. She went forth and did what God told her to do, and God opened doors and made ways, and God will do the same thing for each one of us. We take that step of faith. God, God's already gone before. He's already, he's already prepared the way, and he's already... The doors are opening, even provisions. God is making ways. Take that step of faith. Be obedient. You may not understand how it all comes, but be obedient to what God is telling you to do. And watch God move and watch God open those doors. And we just, uh, God is so good. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. So we got, and it's important to know that as you take those small steps of faith, those little things, that God's going to have you require more bigger steps of faith, the bigger steps of faith. And as you keep continuing to move forward, God's going to show you more and more and more and open up more and more. But you got to take that one small step of faith and keep going and keep believing and watch how God opens and provides and makes provision. Be obedient to what God is telling you to, be, to do. It's so critical for the ten, for the first step of the powerful prayer. It's important to obey God and do what God is telling you to do. I'm going to stop there for tonight, and we will go to finish up um, the ten, the first step to the ten keys, the powerful prayer next week, which is obedience. O- obey God. I thank God for each one of you. I pray this has been encouraging, and it's been spoken to your spirit, has spoken to mine. I thank God for that. He speaks to each one of us just where we are. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we thank you and we praise you for this time. We thank you for this opportunity to come into your presence. Now, God, we ask you that, that you would have your way, Holy Spirit, that you would touch and speak to every person who will listen to this call. We pray, Lord, as your word has gone forth, God, that it will continue to move and penetrate and speak to every heart and mind who listens to this recording. We bless you, God. We praise you, God, that you hear our calls. You hear our prayers, God. And, God, we thank you tonight. You're increasing in our desire and hunger to please you, God, to hear you and be obedient 
to what you would have us to do. We want our prayers to be successful. We want them to be effective and reach heaven and then manifest it on the earth. So have your way, God. Continue to grow us. Continue to strengthen our prayer lives, God. We love you so much, and we thank you, Holy Spirit, for all you're doing. We thank you that you're moving, you're speaking to each one of us. Have your way, God. Have your way, Holy Spirit. We love you so much. Have your way in our lives, God. We honor you this night. And we bless you, God, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. To God be the glory. I thank God for each one of you. And I pray you'll join Ether Ministries back next Sunday at 7 p.m. Next Sunday at 7 p.m. as we continue our discussion on the 10 keys to powerful prayer. Until next week, have a blessed evening and have a blessed week. God bless each of you. Amen. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.